this crazy dream about some folks who love this country who all began to dream the same dream. I'm really sorry about that, folks. Um, <laughs> we just had an ad at, at 2.50 Pacific Standard Time. And um, I, I thought that when you're doing a two-hour show, I thought that our two hours run into each other with doing three ads. So um, I will be talking to management about that. Chris, I'm so sorry you were cut off like that. Oh, that's, that's you, all right. I just think that, you know, you can just you can just tell that they let people like us who love our country and love our God and, and you know, cling to our Bibles and guns. They'll let us go ahead and get murdered. And and then they'll dance in the streets and dance. You know, you saw the cops dancing around the cop campfire when Lavoie was murdered. And you know, if if the left can go ahead and they can chain police to police buildings up with the cops inside, set it on fire, and they're mostly peaceful protesters. Um, the the left is. We have a coup going on, and they are pushing for a revolution. I believe. They think they obviously think that they can just take total control if we do that. But you know, you keep poking a grizzly bear, you keep poking the bear and poking the bear. Something's going to happen. Like like I was listening to Tucker Carlson the other day. He said it perfectly. These these people in charge, these Democrats, they don't even really. It's not even that they lie. It's they invert the truth. And sorry, I keep getting messes here. It it distracts me. <laughs> I know it distracts me. Too. Anyways, so so he he compared it to this. He said, "Look, if you have say you have a kid that walks down the stairs, you, you know he's coming down the stairs, and your your kids and you're just at the same time you're getting the cupboard. You notice that twelve Oreo cookies are missing, and you ask him, did you eat these cookies?' Well, of course, the little kid will lie. He will tell you." Yeah, he said, he'll tell you, no, I didn't eat him. And then he might say, well, I ate one or I ate two. But he said, imagine that same kid is with the old Biden administration. They look you right in the eye and they tell you, no, I didn't eat him. And matter of fact, you eat you ate him without even flinching. They're inverting the truth. They, <laughs> how do you, how do you, I mean, you can have them on video and they lie about it. And so they, they will, they are doing everything they can to divide this country and, I can't even I can't even imagine this guy even coming close to winning the next election. But I do think we're going to have to. I think they're going to cheat. I, I don't I don't think they'll have enough to pull you know to beat Trump. But this is very dangerous what they're doing because you don't. It's not real politics anymore. Like like Tucker Carlson said, it's and once you, once you get rid of the politics, all that's left is violence, exactly. and they are push, they are pushing it. They're pushing a big time. <clears throat> One of the things I wanted to bring up to you, and this kind of led, <clears throat> this has only been taking place the past few weeks, but as you know, we have a mutual friend by the name of Rob Taylor. Uh, mm-hmm. He's In fact, right now he's doing the Rob Taylor Report on Rumble, and it will yeah. be there in the archives for everybody to watch. And yeah. we also have uh, this show, The Con- uh, Conquered Lantern, goes into the RBN archives as well for people to go back and re-listen. Um, a few weeks ago, he had offered <clears throat> a representative in the legislature by the name of David Brock Smith to come on his show. And David Brock basically did the same thing that he did to me. Um, doesn't let us know, doesn't let us know till the very last minute doesn't even bother to come on. And finally, just when Rob Taylor decided to bring on this gal by the name of Diane, at the very, very last minute, literally just before the show, then David Brock wanted to all of a sudden, uh, David Brock Smith wanted to have a voice. So Rob Taylor, and it's very hard being a talk show host and trying to keep, you know, the guest um, with with you and your co-host, keeping the guest from being able to be either abusive on air or steamroll or gaslight or anything like that. And so he allowed David Brock Smith to have a voice. And David Brock Smith was abusive and disrespectful to Rob Taylor and to his guest who he brought on, Diane. Uh, here he had actually at the last minute said, OK, I'll let you have a voice. And David Brock Smith took advantage of that. And one of the things that David Brock Smith was upset about is because Rob Taylor was asking, was not accusing or attacking, but asking some of the hard questions that David Brock Smith did not want to answer, including 
Rob Taylor knows when somebody's lying to him. And he doesn't like it when he and his listeners are being lied to on live radio. Uh, Looks like we lost Chris. Can we bring him back? Somehow? I'm hoping we can bring him back. There we go. So you're back with us. Yeah, this is crazy. crazy. I don't know what's going on with this internet. So what had happened was, Chris, as you know, um, one of the things was brought up was about a man by the name of Mr. Tuttle. And Mr. Tuttle, yes. his name is Thomas Tuttle, middle initial R. Everybody knows him in San Francisco as um, by the name of Tim as his nickname. And he is a registered Democrat. Now, we found out that he was donating. His wife, who's now deceased, donated now, about hang, hang, on se- hang on a second, Maggie. He is a regist- he was, he's a registered Democrat. Our people have checked this out. He's a registered Democrat in California, but he's a registered independent in Oregon. Yes, okay. right. Go ahead. And I that, didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. So his wife, who's now deceased, had donated $500 to David Brock Smith, which is in violation of the Oregon State Constitution, Article 2, Section 22, that Oregonians passed in the 1990s and was re-upheld again in 2020. And not only that, but he was donating to David Brock Smith $25,000 or more at a time, as you can look up on the Secretary of State of Oregon's website under OSTAR, and you'll see where he was donating. He's donated about 150000 to David Brock Smith. Now, what had happened was, is of course, you know, they're saying, oh, well, th- these things aren't true. Um, Mr. Tuttle actually is multi-billionaire with a B. Uh, with all the hotels he's had in Red China, in Beijing, China. Uh, He's doing lots of deals with Kate Brown, who's the former governor, who's now worth over $200 and building a house in Idaho. Uh, Now he's doing deals with Tina Kotek, who's another Democrat and the governor, uh, illegal governor, illegitimate governor of Oregon. Uh, It turned out that he was stating that he had bought a house in Oregon um, in a place called Gold Beach, in 2017, I've got the actual writing from David Brock Smith where he's saying that Mr. Tuttle purchased a vacation home in Oregon in Gold Beach in 2007. Now, listen to the dates here, Chris. 2017 is what we were told. David Brock Smith is saying 2007 is when Mr. Tuttle purchased the second home in Gold Beach, Oregon. Uh-huh. And registered as an independent. So whether he registered as an independent in 2017 in Oregon or registered as an independent in 2007 in Oregon does not make any difference because I made a phone call to where I was stationed in the military in the San Francisco Bay Area to the election clerk who happens to be friends with another election clerk in San Francisco. And I called that election clerk in San Francisco just two or three weeks ago, and I spoke to the lady there, and I said, I know it's a matter of public record. She said, I cannot tell you his address. That's private. I said, that's okay. But she said he is currently still living in his primary residence in San Francisco. He is currently registered as a Democrat today in 2024. He's registered as a Democrat in San Francisco, and he voted, voted in 2020 as a Democrat in San Francisco. Well, I know he voted in 2018. I didn't know he voted in 2020. Yes, in San Francisco. So if he if he has a piece of property, a vacation property, a second home in Oregon that he purchased in 2007 or 2017, I don't care. He was doing that to justify that he was in the same county area as David Brock Smith, who represents not only Douglas County, but Curry County. So I guess um, Gold Beach, Oregon is in Curry County. I don't know. But either way. He's registered as an independent in Oregon, but yeah, Gold, Gold, Beach is, Gold Beach is down there by Brookings, right? You know, right by the border. Right, right. Yeah. So he's registered as a Democrat and voted as a Democrat in 2018 and 2020. So this okay. is just further proof that David Brock Smith is taking donations from people 
not only in a different party than the party he says he represents, but also people that he is doing big financial deals with Red China. And David Brock Smith happens to be sitting as a chairman on the Oregon Red China Council, which we know lots of nefarious things are going on there. So he's a chairman on two of their boards. This man is not representing the Oregonians' interests. He's violated the Article 2, Section 22 of the state constitution, just like Tina Kotek has violated it, Betsy Johnson violated it, Christine Drazen violated and numerous, numerous other Republicans and Democrats who ran for office as candidates have violated Article 2, Section 22 of the constitution. Now, when we talk about these things... When anything is put up in Telegram or Facebook, we have a lady who comes up and she started a website on Facebook called Oregon GOP Infighting. Oregon GOP (laughs) Infighting. And this GOP Infighting was her way of defending Solomon Yu, his now mistress, Carrie McQuesten, who tried to run in a primary as a gubernatorial candidate, defending her mother, Susan Ellis Jones. So this lady with her GOP Oregon infighting, it was called um, uh, the Oregon GOP infighting dash sources. But when I went to Facebook and I reported her, she changed the wording to say it's now called the Facebook page of Oregon GOP infighting in their own words. But what she's doing, Chris, I found she was attacking you on this Facebook page and attacking Don Don, and Don Powers. Don Woods. And, yep, Jeff Woods. Anybody who she- has a voice. Anybody who has a voice. But that's fine because you know what? When any they're just helping us spread our word. <laughs> that's all they're doing. I think they're idiots. But well the thing is is what's interesting <laughs> is what she does is she says you cannot make comments in there. You can only take a screenshot and send mm-hmm. it to them and then the administrator will be decide whether or not they put that screenshot up. Well she is right. the administrator and another thing she's doing, she posts on there anybody can post their screenshots through us and they can remain anonymous to prevent any further retaliation or retribution. Well, what she's doing is she's trying to prevent people like Dawn Powers and yourself and Jeff Woods or myself from coming up and making a comment or refuting what they are putting. And what she's also doing, she's cherry picking, cutting and pasting those portions of the screenshot that she wants to put up to give people a slanted view. That's called taking things out of context. So there is no freedom of speech. There's no free-flowing discourse. There's no chance to rebut anything or prove that what she's putting up is true or not true, especially if she's cutting and pasting, cherry-picking, and taking out of context some screenshots that only she has the right to decide if they go up or not. And you go course, after her girl. Oh, oh my gosh! It's just—it's horrible, Chris. And, then, and then, then you get a phone. Then you get a phone call from an, another cowardly anonymous person telling you something about me. Oh yeah, that they were basically—they're uh, reporting you to the DOJ. <laughs> I, yeah, if you don't like somebody's free speech, report them to the DOJ. I have no idea. You know they. Okay, so th- let me let me catch your audience up a little bit. There's this guy named Solomon Yu. He's a national committee man. He, he is from China. And I, I interviewed Trevor Loudon a couple years ago, and Trevor Loudon goes after communists. And I asked him straight up if Solomon Yu was a communist, and he said yes. Well, the reason I asked him is because this guy for 20 years has been – basically blocking the Republicans from winning elections. He's been, he claims he raised all these millions of dollars, but they've never seen a dime of it. He's got, I've, I've heard that he has, you know, he's had websites for Democrats and Republicans and nobody seems to know where the money goes. In fact, they tried to recall him and he had, I forget what the vote was. It was like, I mean, he, he lost the vote big time, but they needed a two thirds to, to take him out. They barely missed that by about seven votes. And so I'm pretty sure he's going to get kicked out. But anyways, he's got he, he uses all these people for whisper campaigns and for 
you, you know, use their, attack people with Alinsky tactics and stuff like that. And he keeps his hands clean because his cowardly little, little butt stands in the background and watches it happen. Well, this Carrie McQuiston, I call her Carrie McLiar because she never heard a lie she didn't want to repeat. She, they've got a group, bunch of groupies here in Columbia County. I call them the Columbia County Culls. And there's about seven of them, I think. And these people are so misguided and so, I mean, they're, they're useful idiots is what they are. They think they're doing a good thing and they're not. They call themselves... They call themselves conservatives, but they've done nothing but attack Republicans for the last two years. And one of those Republicans they've been attacking for the last two years is my wife. My wife is a chair of the Republican Party here. She's done great things for them. Everybody loves her. She's a Christian woman. She tries to help everybody out. And so they just attack her, attack her. I just kept telling her to ignore them. And so finally, I've, I've made them now one of my special projects. I'm going after them. And I, you know, they, they finally, they, they slapped a lawsuit on, on my wife, which I think is frivolous. And I, I don't even think it's going to go to court, but they seem to be, the guy seems to be representing himself. So he's got an idiot for a client. And I think our attorney will tear him up. We'll, we'll wait and see if it goes to court. I don't think it'll have to go to court, but now they're saying that they're going to, they, what they, some of the other things they've done, they, they, they filed a, a report on my wife to the department of justice for a, a fundraiser. She did claim they claimed that she was doing something illegal, which she was not. And they've already admitted that to me. And then she called the, they, somebody anonymously reported that to the Oregonian and all our local papers. And they just keep bringing this up because they have, they're not relevant at all. So they bring this up to stir, stir stuff up every few months. And so I'm just biding my time. We're going to take these people out one by one. In fact, you know what? We probably don't even have to do anything. They're going to take each other out. Eventually, people like this that are so vitriol and hatred, I mean, hateful, are going to take themselves out. But well, this why, is what's well, happening. Can, this has happened all over the state. Why can people not see that people like Carol and people like Jenny um, are all they're doing is defending these what we know to be communist Marxist and rhinos within the Republican well, they, Party. They've you know. done more than that here. They, not only did they come out and say how conservative they are, they, they attacked almost every Republican, and they backed two of the biggest left-wing radical Marxists in our county and, said, and tried to convince everybody how conservative they are. <laughs> and everybody, they are, everybody's shaking their head at them. Nobody likes them. And I tell you what, I, I, I wish we were back in the 60s. We'd have a different result. Oh, we would. And the thing is, is what if, you know, people like Carrie McQuiston and her mother, Susan Ellis Jones, they're social climbers. All right. Uh, Carrie was uh, seeing Solomon Yu even before his wife died, mysteriously died, I may say, in 2021. And he went in and any mention of his deceased wife, he completely wiped it off the Internet. Now, that was really Really unusual. I've never seen that before. But he has that kind of money and power to do it. Solomon Yu was born in Red China. He now has started, you know, when you want to run for election, like I was running as a candidate, you have to open up a PAC, a PAC, where all your money gets put in there. And you have to account to the Secretary of the State uh, or to the federal government how much money you took in the donations, who it came from, what their background was, whatever. He opened up some actual PACs in communist China. He calls them the Republican PACs. The Republican PACs in Red China. Are you kidding me? Republican also, PACs in Red China? <laughs> yeah. He's also got Republican PACs in South America, I think in Venezuela. Are you kidding me? Whether it's Venezuela or Brazil, why would you have a Republican PAC in South America? Why would you have a Republican PAC in Red China? I believe this man, when he came over from China, he was brought here, and our evidence is now proven, that the person that brought him here, that mentored him, Solomon Yu, was a man who's one of the heads of the World Economic Forum. All you have to do is say World Economic Forum, and we understand. This mm -hmm. is an insidious group that works with the globalists. The world's largest Confederate store.
Located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, the anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story, it's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number is 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. This morning, the kids had the morning news show on. I'm sorry about that, Chris. I can't even remember now what I was saying. We were talking about the U crew and the Columbia County Coles. Okay. So anyway, um, this uh, you're talking about Solomon U, Solomon U, and the person who sponsored him over coming over here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I'm pretty rattled right now, as you can see, and that and that should not be happening on radio. Um, so what Solomon Yu was brought over here by a person who is one of the heads right now of the World Economic Forum. The purpose to mentoring Solomon Yu was to bring him over here to take Republican money, make himself wealthy, and then use that money to keep the Republicans from never gaining a foothold in the state government again. We have not had a conservative or Republican governor in over 34 years, agreed? 36, 37 years. Yes. Since 1987. Yes. So the thing is, is that Solomon Yu's whole purpose was to climb up through the social ladder And he was known to be going to Washington, D.C., whether it was a Democrat in the White House or Republican. He went to all the big fancy dinners, got himself invited to all the free things he could. He would actually invite people to come to Washington, D.C. when he was given X amount of tickets for him to take certain people from Oregon there. But then he was selling these tickets. Right. It it was just absolutely. Well, he actually made a U rule. 
<laughs> that's, oh, there was the Sol- U rule, really? I don't know if it was Solomon rule or the U It might have been the Solomon rule at the national convention that you could only – they limited how many people you could bring, two or three, because he brought like 20 or 30. I, I have the stats somewhere. I don't have them in front of me. But he brought like 23 or 30-some people. It was a lot of people, and he charged them each to go in in there and and in and, and experience the national convention. So they had to, they literally had to make a rule so that he couldn't, you know, proper profit on their convention. Well, the thing is, is what I'm what I'm trying to what I'm trying to understand is is that being we've been trying to tell Republicans about Solomon U for years now. And they're just not listening. They're they're allowing their state to be completely taken over by these rhinos that do not have Oregonians' best interest at heart. Um, and they're trying to shut down our freedom of speech. It's like Solomon Yu and Chris and Harry McQuist and his mistress and her mother, Susan Ellis Jones, they're the only ones that are allowed to have a voice. But if you noticed that when the attacks are coming towards us real conservatives or us Republicans, of course, I'm with the Republican Party again, and also with others, that Solomon Yu never gets his hands dirty. He has everybody else like Carol, like, uh, you know, Jenny Gilbert and all these others doing his dirty work for him. Right. And, and I've noticed that over and over again. And the freedom of speech. Well, here's this thing. I wanted you to comment on this. This is what Glenn Beck had to say about what is some of what's going on in this country. And this was the other day this was sent to me. And say, that was the year, 2024. That was the year the First Amendment was officially assassinated. And the signs are everywhere. Over the past few months, globalists and progressives, radicals, Marxists, they've been telegraphing their punches. Your ability to speak your own mind and to consume the information you want to consume. You know, when I say Marxist and leftist, they're being used. They're being used. They are being duped thinking they're going to be on the winning side. They're not going to be on the winning side. The winning side is a giant government that we'll all be against. A giant corporate monster. So they can't have people speak out because it's a direct threat to the agenda and their rule. The flurry of information that began leaking out as we were preparing for the holidays was insane. And I want to start here. Listen to Al Gore at COP28. To one based on broadcasting and then moving on to the Internet and to social media has disrupted the balances that used to exist Uh, that made representative democracy work much better. Because a free self-governing people rely on a shared base of knowledge that serves as a basis for reasoning together collectively. But uh, if you have social media that is dominated by algorithms that... uh, pull people down these uh, rabbit holes that are a bit like pitcher plants, these algorithms, uh, they are the digital equivalent of AR-15s. They ought to be banned. They really ought to be banned. It's an abuse of the public forum. Now, notice they're not talking about banning algorithms, okay? They're talking about controlling the algorithms. They know exactly. You just make everybody on an even street. I'm totally fine with that. Any information outside the mainstream media, the approved forum, well, that's a threat to democracy, as Al Gore just said. I mean, didn't the guy invent the Internet? I mean, how progressive is he? Who's I sound progressive compared to him. I'm not afraid of disruption. I embrace disruption and new things. They are terrified of this of the disruption they took credit for because... You are even more in control. Take a look. I don't believe this. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. hand you'll see archives you go down after clicking on that you look for the conquer lantern with maggie rose and today's date december 18th and you can listen to the show again also to let you know that uh the conquered lantern which has now uh, been moved to mondays um from 2 to 4 p.m pacific standard time um and uh three to five mountain and four to six central time will not be broadcasting next week, Monday, 
Uh, Mike and Julie and the staff are taking off for the Christmas holiday, a much-deserved holiday. And so they will be replaying um, the shows from some of uh, the broadcasters' prior shows. I've asked for this particular one to be rebroadcast again next Monday, Christmas Day, uh, at the same time, uh, 2 to 4 p.m., uh, Pacific Standard Time uh, on Christmas Day. So if you have any friends that want to listen to this, especially people in Oregon, um, let them know that this particular show uh, regarding Rob Taylor and Chris Brumbles will be rebroadcast again Christmas afternoon. We also will not be having the Concord Lantern on January the 1st because that's going to be a day when Republic Broadcasting is doing its fundraising and trying to raise money for the studio so we can keep the programming on air. So I will not be back with you until January the 8th after today. Uh, January the 8th, the Concord Lantern will be resuming its regular two-hour programming here on Republic Broadcasting. But again, you can go to the archives to listen to the replay of this show, and you can also listen to it on Christmas afternoon here, what Rob and Chris and I are now discussing. So back to the discussion again. Um, Chris, when you and Rob see what has been done to your shows... I understand the two of you are talking about doing bod- podcast where you will be in control and people can't do this to you any longer. Is that correct? Well, yeah, yeah. I think Rob already has started one, haven't you, Rob? I, uh, I'm going to start one on New Year's Day, and it's going to be on Rumble and YouTube right now for sure. And there's about six to seven other places that I'm going to be able to uh, forward my webcast to using the programming that I have. I'm using stream uh, StreamYard. And one of the things, if anyone wants to get uh, watch my um, live podcast, all you have to do is go to Rumble at Rob Taylor Report or go to YouTube at Rob Taylor Report. And you any... any uh, you can probably go to Facebook and Twitter and I and, and just type in at Rob Taylor Report because I, that's what I have set for all of my uh, social media and for the live streaming platforms. And, you know, it's nice you're going to be coming back on January 8th, uh, Maggie. That's Elvis Presley's birthday. I yes. know. I know. Well, you know what <laughs> I've done, Rob? I have invited uh, David Brock Smith to come up on the eighth or the following week in order to present what he wants to say and to try to refute or rebuttal um, some of what we're bringing up here, including whatever it is he thinks he's going to present tomorrow. And then after he has an opportunity to do that, um, we um, are also going to um, uh, allow you to be able to come back again to basically discuss what he said on my show. So, um, David Brock Smith happens to have just called into the show. He's on <laughs> line one. Uh, do you have a question or a brief comment, Senator Brock Smith? Well, good afternoon, everyone. Um, I've been listening to the show, and it's just I'm beside myself on the uh, lack of truth, considering the RBN network is real news, real talk, real people, because you can handle the truth. And so Donna's... Uh, Smith, or, I mean, Maggie Rose, uh, from Roseburg. Um, it's uh, interesting that uh, <clears throat> when we talk about how I was uh, on the show with Mr. Taylor and Mr. Taylor's comments with regards to the threats uh, that were made that just flatter and true. Uh, I mean, even Mr. Taylor and, and you, Donis, have received... The, the long and lengthy uh, explanation, but I'll read you uh, what Mr. Wilson, the president of Bicoastal Media, said. Hello, Senator Smith. There has been a lot of misinformation this week from Mr. Taylor and nine of his supporters that have reached out to me via email. First, Mr. Taylor and his supporters have stated that the program was pulled due to political pressure. This is false. You did bring the program to my attention and ask that I review its contents. Neither you nor any other elected official exerted any pressure to pull this show. Second, there were no threatened lawsuits by you or Mr. Tuttle. I called Mr. Tuttle and offered an apology for the inferences made on the program. Rob still continues to assert that, of course, Mr. Tuttle called him, as he did earlier in the other hour, uh, even though he knows that's not true. Uh, I found him to be reasonable and calm 
which was surprising under the circumstances. I did tell Mr. Taylor on the phone that I would not be surprised if Mr. Tuttle was in contact with an attorney. I think it was the same that slandered on the program, but not tell Mr. Taylor that anyone had threatened a lawsuit. I'm a staunch supporter of the Constitution. I support free speech and believe in accountability. I also believe there should be more local talk radio, not less. That said, unprofessional behavior has consequences. The decision to pull the show was made after I consulted with two national talk radio consultants. After listening to the shows in question, both advised that me that they would pull the program immediately due to the behavior of Mr. Taylor and his co-hosts. I hope this okay. clears up uh, any of so this information this that has so uh, been put out there this week. I am available by phone if you would like to discuss anything. So, Donna, I just wanted to say that. Uh, and, you know, in. first of all, it's Maggie Rose, and you know that. Oh, I'm sorry. And, Mr. Maggie. Smith, what I would like you please to do is give Mr. Taylor a chance to respond and Chris Brumble's a chance to respond so we don't have any more steamrolling over filibustering. So I'm going to give Mr. Taylor first a chance well, to respond, actually, Mr. Donna, Smith. Donna, Mr. Uh, Smith, actually, okay. Mr. Smith, what I would like you please is to listen to the response off air. Okay, that's what I would like you to do, please. You want me to respond? Yes. All right, so what he is saying is the what Mike Wilson has told him, but David Brock Smith wasn't in the room when I met with Mike Wilson. He was on the phone, Mike Wilson was. We had called from his office to Coos County, and he had told me specifically that David Brock Smith, along with a couple other Republicans, were called were, were were mad that I the way that I conducted the interview. They were mad that the way that I conducted the interview, and that Mr. Tuttle called Mr. Mike Wilson. This is what Wilson told me. If he's telling you something different, that's his problem. But this is what I was told that Tuttle had called in. He was very upset. He was very upset that his his uh, former past his wife who had passed away was mentioned. And he was mad that uh, this whole thing was put forth uh, when he is just a private citizen. And that was all told to me by Mike Wilson. So if he's telling you another story, that's what he's telling you. But the fact is, David Brocksmith, you initiated that review and you knew because you were a senator, you used your title as a senator, that that's exactly what he was going to do. He was going to give extra scrutiny to my show and since we have had those problems before with other politicians getting upset that he just got tired of the nonsense. So whatever he's telling you, it's what he's telling you, but that's not what he said on the phone, and that's my response. Chris Brumbles, what do you have to say? Go ahead, Chris. Oh, sorry, I had to get it off of. Well, first of all, I'm a little bit confused. Who is Mike Wilson? He's the owner of Bicoastal Media. Okay, so he says that Mike Wilson called Tuttle. How the hell did he know Tuttle? That guy's connected. To, that, that guy's connected to David Brock Smith. How did he know him? You know, exactly. I think it's just more lies. That's what I think. And, and any coward that will come on here and say what he's got to say and then hang up, it, well, they're a coward. So David Brock Smith, you're a coward, in my opinion. Well, this is not working for the people, you moron. This is now. Let's not do the name calling. What I'm trying to say here is that I, you know, I, I was told in the chat room here that he was there and he wanted to call in. I was giving him the chance to do it because that's what Rob Taylor and you and I do. We allow both sides of the issue to be presented. We we don't try to do what Facebook does. We don't try to do it what Instagram and some of the others were doing. We were giving him a chance, but when he comes on. And he's already violating some of the radio etiquette. That bothers me, okay? And it bothers me the fact that he's basically saying that Rob Taylor is a liar. I've never heard Rob Taylor say that certain things that David Brock Smith did, that there's, in fact, I watched the Telegram video you sent me, Chris, and I watched Rob Taylor and Diane up on the stage or at the restaurant state there were a few things that Rob Taylor wasn't sure about, so he was not going to accuse 
or shed any light on saying, oh, David Brock is this. He said, I'm not sure about this. And I haven't got all my evidence about this, but this is what we do know about David Brock. So Rob Taylor, as yourself, Chris, you both have many times when I've come to you with things that said, oh, Maggie Rose, make sure that, you know, that you that you've got, you know, your sources because you don't want to come back later and be made to look like a fool or that you're putting out disinformation, which is what we're accusing the Democrats of doing. I've made it a practice for over 50 years writing for newspapers and journalism, over 28 years with seven different radio stations in 28 years, making sure that whenever I get my information, I try to get it from at least a minimal of three sources that are unknown to each other, and then I verify those sources. And what Rob Taylor has always presented to me, and you too, Chris, is that you go and you really research your sources. And you I'll make tell you sure- what, there's nobody that researches better than Rob Taylor. I don't think I know. he's a liar. I, I think that the person calling him a liar is a liar. I know. And I think he's a coward. Well, Maybe you want to call people names, but that's what he is. He's a coward. And if you hang, you are who you hang around with. If you're hanging around with communists, there's a question whether you're a communist yourself. Exactly. And what was supposed to start off as a sister city in China should not be as all of a sudden having this Oregon China Council where David Brock Smith sits as a chairman and at least two portions of that council. That really bothers me. I'm seeing him as another Kate Brown. And, and another Tina Kotek. I mean, Tina yep. Kotek here was taking money from not only Pfizer, taking money from um, Phil Knight, taking money from Lamodia, taking money from FDX, which she and the Democrat Party won't even give that money back. And again, I'm going to say this to you, David Brock Smith. If you took 150000 or you even took 2000 from Mr. Tuttle or his deceased wife, when they were in San Francisco, before he remarried, before he bought his second property in Gold Beach, where he was a Democrat and still registered as a Democrat in Alameda County, San Francisco, registering as an independent here in Oregon, which is still part of the Democrat Party. If you took even $2,000 from Mr. Tuttle, you have violated the Oregon State Constitution, Article 2, Section 22 that was passed by the Oregonians in the 1990s, went up to the Oregon Supreme Court. They tried to pass it down to the federal court, uh, Ninth Circuit, which should not be hearing any cases on Oregon state sovereignty or the Oregon state constitution. They tried to say it was a freedom of speech. It is not. It was a violation of election law. It was a violation of what the Oregonians had chosen for us to be able to pass that Article 2, Section 22 Amendment still stands effective as of 2020 when Kate Brown should have been removed without a recall because she violated the Oregon State Constitution, Article 2, Section 22. And 90% of our county commissioners around the U.S., I mean, I'm sorry, 90% of our county commissioners in Oregon and many of our Republicans and our Democrats in Salem have all violated Article 2, Section 22 of the Oregon State Constitution. It stands as it is. It is a law. Why can we cherry pick and kick Republicans out because they walked out of a legislative session and they're told they can never run for office again? And we'll go ahead and uphold that new amendment to the Oregon Constitution. But you and your friends are still violating another amendment to the Oregon Constitution. That is a two-tier justice system. That is hypocritical. And it's against Oregon law. I would like to say something on this. And I want to go back to David Brocksmith, who just called in. He, the reason he called in is because, like we said, he's going to the Coos County Commission's meeting tomorrow because he has to do damage control. He knows that he's been caught taking money from a California Democrat. That's a fact. That's on the Secretary of State's website. We know that's a fact. He was a registered Democrat. In California, he's now a registered independent. You know what he's not? He's not a Republican. And a non-Republican is a top contributor to a Republican senator 
here in Oregon. I have a problem with that, number one. Number two, the reason that Mike Wilson might be giving David Brock Smith the second story is because he knows that David is going to go to the public. He's going to put that information out there. And Mike Wilson doesn't want people to think that he will cave to political pressure. Mike Wilson wants people to think that he's a strong man. He's going to stand up to this stuff. But the fact is, is that's not what he said on the phone. And why would he be calling Tuttle to ask Tuttle if he's going to sue him? And even if he did call Tuttle, was who gave Tuttle, who gave Mr. Wilson Tuttle's phone number? I guarantee you it was David Brock Smith. And I guarantee you if there was a talk of a lawyer on the conversation I had with Mike Wilson, that actually happened. So there's it's just two different stories that are coming out. And you you know people are going to have to decide. It's my it's he said he said. I you're going to either have to take my word or you're going to have to take what Mike Wilson is putting out there. I know what I heard on the phone and what the story I'm telling makes more sense to me than that nonsense that David Brock Smith just wrote wrote read out of that email he had sent out. And I don't know if you saw that email. It's like a 12 page diatribe of I did this, I did that, and just nonsense. He's a nonstop braggart, and I personally get tired of these Republicans who do that, and he's he's someone who's an expert at it. And don't forget, people, anytime any politician, first of all, all politicians are liars and egomaniacs, all of them. And anytime any politician tells you anything, ask yourself what's in it for them. Every time. I learned that years ago. And it has worked on everybody I talk to that, that is, you know, in politics. They will always they are they will always work to make themselves look good or to make make you know try and steal your vote, no matter what they have to say or do. And the first thing he did was try to outspeak you, uh, Maggie. The first thing he did, and he used your other name, and he did that on purpose because he wanted people to know who you are. Uh, because you now you you're running under the uh, you know the alias Maggie Rose. That's your radio alias. You have a right to do that. And the reason that he so-called slipped and used your real name—that's a bunch of BS. Once again, he's trying to put out the message out there that he knows things that we don't know, and somehow he's privy to information that we're not privy to, and we just we're just not smart enough to understand his strategy. And I can tell you, like, just like Chris said, surrendering to the common Democrats is not a strategy. It's a, it's a loss. It's, it's surrender, no matter how you, how you package it. Oh, I agree with you on that. And, you know, the thing is, is I was very honest with people when I was running for governor of Oregon um, a year and a half ago that I was not going to run under the name that was given to me 28 years ago when I was with Republic Radio International out of Battle Creek, Michigan, okay, that I was going to use the name Maggie Rose and Maggie Rose McGrath, which, by the way, um, Maggie is my godmother's name and Rose is my grand aunt's uh, middle name and McGrath is my family surname, okay? So Maggie Rose McGrath is the AKA. No, that's not my married last name. That's not the name I was born with, but it's a name that's also been part of me for 28 years. And I told people, when I run for governor, when you, the Republican Party, many of them are encouraging me to run for governor in the Constitution Party of Oregon, many Republicans voted for me. You know, I had over 8,000 votes at one point and counting, okay? And I was only given two months to run for office and less than $9,000. And you know Oregon is rigged by the Democrat Party where we don't get... I wasn't even allowed to debate with Tina Kotek, Christine Drazen, or Betsy Johnson because I was told I didn't have at least a million dollars in my campaign fund. So I was told by the Oregonian, you don't have a right to have a right to speak. You don't have a right to have a voice. You don't have a right to run and debate with these three women. Oregonians don't have a right to know about you. So I had to find other ways. He knows darn well. You're right, Rob, what he just tried to do to me. But you know what, folks? I told everybody, when I run for governor, I'm running under my birth name and my married last name married to my husband, JC. Everybody who was anybody knew that Maggie Rose and the person running for governor were one and the same person. And you're right. He was just trying to rattle me. And you're right. He wasn't going to give me a chance to speak at all. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did to me, is that he he knew what he was doing. He continued to speak and speak and speak. And every time we tried to redirect him, 
he would continue to talk. So my producer had to pot him down so that we could get his attention. And then we would ask him again to refocus and, and answer us directly. And he would once again start filibustering. And if you ask him about his record, he can't, you can't deny his record. That's uh, part of the legislative record. He has voted with the Democrats 30 to 40% of the time. You know what that makes you? That makes you a D student. We don't want D student senators. We want A-plus senators. Senators who are actually going to vote the way we want them to vote, not vote for things like creating the El- turning the Elliott Forest into a research forest. That was absolutely ridiculous, and that was one of the bills he sponsored. We don't want our senators rewarding the commissioners who appointed him to the Senate, like Tim Freeman, and trying to give him an extra two years without a vote of the people. We don't want that, and we certainly don't want someone to sit in committee as they change the wording of a bill to allow tampons in the boys' bathroom, and then after he votes on it twice after that wording's been changed, he lied about it and tried to say, oh, no, that's not what the bill did, when that's exactly what the bill did. It put tampons in the boys' bathroom, and he, David Brock Smith, is responsible for that. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be wrapping up the show here in a few minutes. Um, I would like you, uh, Chris... Had this crazy dream about some folks who love this country who all began to dream the same dream. And when the morning came, there arose across this nation people thinking one and the same. And they awoke to find their freedoms and all their liberties had gradually been taken away. And when they realized the danger to their posterity, I heard those patriotic people say, We want this country back. We ain't just joking, Jack. We want our liberty and our dignity and our freedoms and our rights restored. We want this country back. golden days when the stars and stripes forever symbolized her glorious name America but now it's all been changed and when we gaze upon old glory it's hard to fight back feelings of shame we're fed up with lying politicians and greedy corporations who have sold us out time and again and we're sick and tired of sending our soldiers off to wars that we were never meant to win. We want this country back. We ain't just joking, Jack. We want our liberty and our dignity and our freedoms and our rights restored. We want this country back. And our victory's on the way And we won't give up the fight Till we hear 200 million Hello, hello, hello From beautiful Colorado My name is Samuel Jung And I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter And master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company In this video series I will be discussing what we believe Is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods And the single greatest natural healing remedy Gifted to us by Mother Earth I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. 
You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 